0: Uh, welcome back everyone to the In 10 Years Time podcast Today I'm with uh, Chloe Goen Four Nations uh, bands and weight mm-hmm. champion yes.
1: uh, Out in the street They call it murder, murder. murder. Welcome to jam rock Camp where the thugs and jump at
0: to bone up in a van back It in a your hand back Your napsack it in a your back four nations bantamweight uh mma champion uh chloe going chloe thank you for coming thank you for having me it's all right um i'll start off as i get my laptop ah uh, i'll start off with so where are you from bristol bristol yes so have you lived here all your life yeah pretty Uh, much yeah Mm. uh can you tell me a bit bit more about like growing up in bristol and all that kind of stuff
1: i grew up in yate so like it's it's in bristol but it's like a little bit outside of bristol it's kind of the outskirts of bristol i wouldn't say like from living in yate i'd say it's a little bit of a rough area but there's definitely more rougher areas in and around bristol um there's not much going on in Yate to be honest. So I did a few like judo clubs down there. They had like a few clubs and that kind of introduced me into like the martial arts and stuff. And now that I've gotten a little bit older and my parents don't drive me to the training sessions, mm-hmm. I found my local gym in like Staple Hill and I've moved out from Yate and everything. I do love Yate. I still work there, but not for me it's kind of like to some extent it is a little bit of a shithole but it is like still home I know it like the back of my hand
0: yeah fair enough um you, s- you spoke earlier off camera mm-hmm. about um your brother like mm-hmm. when you into judo so is how many siblings did you have like
1: so it was just me and my brother I'm the oldest sibling there's like about there's a year and 10 months between us so there's like we're quite quite close in age we started judo. Well, my parents chucked us both in when I was like eight, so he would have been like six, seven, something like that. They chucked us both in, I feel like more for his benefit (laughs) because like his ADHD and everything, I think they wanted to just get him into a sport, like run off some energy and stuff like that. Um, And then I just found to have loved it as well. So I kind of, it worked out like chucking me into the sport as well as my brother. So I do have to thank my brother to some extent (laughs) for being a little shit when we were younger. So it worked out.
0: You got to thank them. Yeah, exactly. As hard as it can be. It does.
1: I feel like we fight each other harder than any other (laughs) sparring session. It's war. All the time, it's war.
0: Um, How was school for you?
1: It was good. Uh, I feel like I'm somewhat of an academic to some extent. Like I feel like, in school like, during my GCSEs and stuff like that growing up I was very like switched on I could always do my homework never like gets told off and stuff like that and then I think when I started to like progress into like my A levels it kind of just got a bit boring for me and then after I finished my A levels took a gap year and like went travelling for a bit and I'm glad I didn't just jump into uni like every single other person I was like one of maybe like four or five people that didn't go to university and like looking back now I'm so glad that I didn't go to uni and I didn't do mm. the whole studying thing because I didn't know what i wanted to do i would have wasted so much money I would have been like student debt and everything like that so tell me about it yeah so (laughs) i live with a few students and like everyone that i know has all been to uni and they're like yeah pay for this cheap broke broke students so i am i lived the like the student life through them like did freshers week with everybody but i still worked a full-time job after like i did my gap year so yeah i i did the student life without all the fucking hassle and all the lectures and all of the brokenness so i'm glad i what i did after a levels and i I don't think i could see myself ever going to uni so i'm glad i played it the way i played it to be fair
0: where'd you go traveling
1: i went to asia for like six weeks or so i like saved up i like worked my ass off in costa for like months and months like didn't have really have a break off so that i could pay to go to like went to japan thailand bali um india and leao and i loved it i had absolutely a sick time so yeah would love to go traveling again, but it's very expensive.
0: Um, You explained how you got into judo a little mm-hmm. bit, but how did you get into Brazilian jiu jitsu then?
1: I feel like I kind of got into the jiu jitsu through the MMA more so. I oh, okay. I've done like judo since I was since I was eight, went through like all the ranks till I was maybe like sixteen, seventeen, and then my dad saw like an MMA gym and like judo it's I love the sport it's still like my home sport like what I grew up with but it's very like political to some extent like I feel like me and my brother were beating the top girls and boys like within the country and sometimes you wouldn't get selected for things like funding isn't very good funding still isn't very good in MMA now but Mm. it just it wasn't like sitting right with me anymore I felt like I'd done it so long I was like to some extent and just kind of like done out with it so we found our local mma MMA gym which i still train at now and then yeah from there just kind of like kicked off did like some wrestling sessions did some like jujitsu sessions and then kind of just built piece by piece and then i've always loved like groundwork doing judo and stuff like that whereas my brother was very much like loved the throws and yeah striking throws and all of that sort of stuff so i've jiu-jitsu sat a little bit better with me, especially with the groundwork and like the submissions and all of that. And it's very technical. It's a very technical sport. So mm. yeah, that sat with me and I, I haven't really like, looked back since, to be fair.
0: Because when you hear about most guys doing, or girls doing MMA, mm. they normally, and they're former jiu-jitsu players, yeah. normally jiu-jitsu is their base and then they do mm. MMA and they have to work on all the other stuff. But yes. you, it's like you went from judo, judo. Into, into MMA. Yeah, and, then you and did- found the
1: jiu-jitsu through it. Like there is some submissions in judo and stuff like that, but like, no leg throws, no, like, leg locks and stuff. So I feel like that was all, like, a new spectrum for me. Like, somebody shooting a double leg on me, like, the first day in Jiu-Jitsu, I was like, what the fuck is this? I can't, I can't throw a double leg in Judo. So, mm. yeah, it was, it was new, but I feel like Judo was such a good base, especially, like, with the, knowing where the weight is for, like, throwing and stuff like that. Like, it was a good base... I think, for MMA, like, I don't regret not doing judo. I would have loved to have striked when I was younger, just to be, like, I watched some of the guys who've, like, grown up and, like, they've boxed since they were younger. Like, my age was, like, the same age I was, did judo, and it's kind of, like, natural to them, whereas I've had to, like, work a little bit more harder on, like, my striking and stuff, so... But you, you can't have it both ways, I guess. <laughs>
0: cool. And um, is your, your nickname mm. is Beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> why, why Beefcake? That seems, that's quite a very specific... Yeah, order. I...
1: It's, it's a funny story to be honest I've never had a nickname well my dad used to nickname me boom boom in judo and like and all growing up like he used to like being like embroidered on my belts and my gi and like his meaning behind it was like the first boom is like you throwing them and the second boom is like you them landing on the floor and I, I thought that was pretty cool but like I don't know I've grown up with it so long my friends used to take the piss at school and all sorts and I've never really had a nickname through like MMA or anything like some things have con- like gone and come like I feel like you can't choose a nickname like a nickname chooses you mm. and i was at the four nations and um i was with mitch my coach and then kian which was one of mitch's friends who like helped corner as well and like i was warming up with him on the first day and as i was like in my like no gi stuff and he, like kian turned to me and he was like look at the back on her she's like a fucking beefcake mate like i work so <laughs> hard on my back like and i can't even train like that and mitch is like yeah she lifts like so heavy like she'd embarrass you in the gym and then he just nicknamed me beefcake and like i feel like that like, that set it off from, like, the first day and I thought it was really funny. I thought it was like it sat quite well as yeah, well, like yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. And then from there, like every time I see Kean, he's like, Right, beefcake. And then from there I just yeah, set it up on topology. And then yeah. we've been smooth running with beefcakes. Oh, that's I saw, yeah. I
0: topology. That's a, a shout
1: I thought it was quite funny to be fair and now all my housemates say it. They're like if I win something they're like go beefcake. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of, it's stuck now to be fair. Shout
0: out topology. Yes, yes yeah so.
1: topology. Shout out to Kean for even thinking of it in yeah. the first place. Like beefcakes are funny no it is and it's yeah. good as
0: well because no i bet you no, no one's one ever had beefcake no. yeah
1: and i was speaking to my girlfriend about it and obviously you've got meatball molly Bacan, and like i feel yeah. like beefcake sits quite well in that like stupidity like but yeah it's a good it's a good yeah. nickname like you feel like you've got all these standard nicknames but beefcake is oh, it's unique yeah i like it so
0: um you're so, you're so you're not just doing mma you're also mm-hmm. a level 3 PT
1: yes personal trainer yeah
0: so how are you balancing that between that and obviously I know you probably want to go into MMA professionally at some point but how are you balancing that between the your work life and the training
1: it's a lot I'm busy constantly like especially with work at the moment I coach alongside I coach as like a franchisee for a martial arts business for kids as well so it's very long days but current I'd love to like quit my admin job my manager knows this anyway so it's not even like I'm like outing myself here Uh, I'd love to leave my admin job just like free up like 30 40 hours in the week and then like fully pursue PTing like and coaching clients and stuff like I have a few clients like here and there that I just kind of like slot into like different days but like I'd love to go just like full steam ahead and just PT constantly like coach and be in the gym and then like train myself and like do all of those extra things so currently it's like a little bit smaller before I took on this like franchisee job I was PTing a little bit more but like it's kind of slightly on the back burner but like I know it's in like my repertoire for like when I mm. like go pro I can just start like handing out clients and Fingers crossed, I can get a few clients and mm. go from there. But yeah, it's busy constantly. My life's busy as fuck.
0: And and is that something once you go professional, mm. you, you're not going to do that then at all, at all? Or are you going to like?
1: I thought I'd like to think I would. Like, yeah. you can't train constantly all the time. I love being in the gym and like. I've I found like a weird rewarding factor with like coaching so Mm. I'll coach and like seeing somebody like go out and like do a technique that you taught them like in the gym or like a competition it's kind of like it's a small satisfaction to it Mm. so I I quite enjoy coaching to an extent so I'd like to think that I'd maybe take on a couple of PTs and like fully PT them and then like see them grow and then see where it goes but yeah I I can't wait for the free time that I have like just training full-time like you can train in the morning train in the evening mm. a few tts here and there and then have the time to like go home and do all like the chores that i don't have time to do in like the week and stuff like that mm. like a simple life i feel like it would be it probably mm. won't be like that when it comes to being pro but i'd like to think it would be a much mm. more simpler life than what i have right now so we'll see
0: um also when you did an interview that you did early in the year mm. i think it was with english mma before like when you got selected I saw loads of guitars in, like, yes. your room. So, are you a avid guitar
1: fan? I, I, funnily enough, I, my dad's an avid guitarist. Oh. I was using his um I was going to say, are you using someone else's? Yeah, or your... it, my dad's got a huge, like, music, like, get, like guitars all across the room. Like, he collects um, big, like, speakers. Like, he wants, like, orange speakers, like, across. He loves his music and stuff like that. So, like, I'd like to think I'm a good guitarist, but... No, yeah, my dad's the guy to speak to about it. hundred percent. I got okay. Joe asked me the same question on in the interview. He's like, "You love all these guitars." it's like, "Do you play?" And I was like, "No." I wish I should have picked a better room. Really, I should have like put some other stuff up. But yeah, the guitars was a cool background to be fair. So, shout out to my dad for that. But
0: going on to your uh, your MMA career now, mm-hmm. you're training at Impact Gym. Mm-hmm uh you mentioned mitch he's mm-hmm. also uh you got signed this year to k yes, well. yes he did um how did you get involved with impact gym first off
1: i i probably started when i was maybe like 17 so a few years back now and my dad was kind of looking into some mma gyms he's like loves the thought of mma and like like all the, like the proper fighting like kind of styles and stuff and he like a couple friends suggested it to him like uh jake and tom now run the gym the o'hagans but their dad um like initially like started up the gym and like my dad's heard a lot of like good things about him and he's like a tough guy like completely known around bristol um so the fact that their his sons were now running it he thought it was a good gym to go to and i went and there's just there's no egos to it like all the guys know what they're doing they're like so friendly and especially being like one of maybe like three or four females that are on the mat like for me it was key to not like have any, like, weird guys on the mat to, like, some extent. Like, you do get it at some gyms. Like, some gyms, like, I know with some jiu-jitsu gyms, they don't have, like, female changing rooms and, like, stupid shit like that. So uh, to go to a gym and, like feel like all the guys are, like, family. Like, it, that's the perfect atmosphere for me. And they all train hard. Like, there's nothing worse than going to a gym, wanting to train, and then, like, everyone's, like, chatting on the mat and, like, stuff mm. like that. Like, it does bug me to an extent, but, like, like everyone's here to train. We all train. And then, like, if you want to go have, like, a pint after, we can all go have a pint and, like, chill <laughs> after. So, yeah, it, it just fit. And then it stuck from there. Like, I've been to a couple of other gyms around Bristol to, like, train, but nothing's got, like, the same atmosphere as, like, what I found at Impact Gym. So I think I have found a place there.
0: Um, how. Um Difficult did you find when you went from judo to MMA? How difficult did you find that transition? Because also you got to learn up all the standard yeah. stuff as well.
1: um it was hard and not hard at the same time. Like I feel like the grappling came really easily, but like you said, the striking was a little bit harder. Like I did striking for maybe like six to eight months, like just in the sessions, and then the striking coach over there, Paul. He, I started doing some PTs with him, and it was only just recently I looked back on like the first ever PT that I did with him and my standup was so shit like I honestly <laughs> I, I look back and like I kind of like follow him around the mat like the head movement isn't there the footwork isn't there but like PTing with him just kind of like went from here and it just kind of like skyrocketed my like striking up so like I think throwing myself in the deep end with the striking helped a lot mm. rather than just tiptoeing and being like oh I'm just gonna be like a grappler like mma fighter mm. so it was yeah i think this the, s- the stand-up was hard and like getting punched in the face a few times at the start like mm. that takes its toll you know If you feel like you're not like getting anywhere but then you work on one thing then maybe you like land a nice punch striking, and striking you're like oh like it's kind of i feel like it's more satisfying than like hitting a nice throw or like a nice armbar. like if i hit a nice jab i'm like oh i'm i know i'm getting better now so mm. yeah the, the striking was a little bit hard especially like right at the start getting like punched in the face or like mm. nice like liver shot and getting dropped a few times though those were the, rough, time, the yeah. rough times in the gym but i've worked through i feel like i'm definitely i'm not a striking expert by no means but i'm definitely yeah. getting better so it's thank promising you.
0: and um in that four nations final i actually thought your striking was actually a lot better thank um, you and also um the opponent she was welsh actually mm-hmm. um I don't know if you noticed, because the commentators were saying this, that yes. I didn't, have, did you notice that her leg was that bad? Yes. You did notice Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I remember watching it back and like the commentators were like, I don't know if she knows her legs hurt. Yeah. And I was like shouting at my own screen watching <laughs> it. I was like, I did know. Like, uh, but she switched
0: the sideboard didn't she? Then, yes, of, she did.
1: I... Yeah we watched her, Haley went through uh, three days of fighting. She did the Friday fight as well and mm. our, we watched the Friday fight and it was a tough fight. I feel like she'll honestly, like we're kind of, we're friends anyway. Like we train like affiliate gyms anyway and um, she the, she was fighting a kickboxer and the, she, the kickboxer did smash her leg up pretty bad. Right, I was okay. watching it and I was like, well, that's pretty rough and then she pulled out a submission out of the bag. Like fair play, mm. like she pulled out. I think she needed to pull it out otherwise I don't think she would have won based mm. on decision. Mm. Um, so I watched that and we watched her limp out on the Friday so we were like okay well we know we're not going to meet till the finals anyway if that does happen so she still has to get through the next day and she pulled out a quick submission on the second day as well so I was like okay but we knew her leg was not right Mm. and I've worked so hard on like fighting Southpaw and like kicking on a good outside leg and I've been like it, it's been working really well in the gym so like as soon as I came out on round one I just started like smashing the leg smashing mm. the leg and I could see it was like swelling up yeah, yeah it was swelling up and like every time I'd hit it she'd like limp or like when she'd go to step forward it was just a little bit more stiffer mm. than usual and then when she made that adjustment in round two to like go southward, I knew like Mm. her leg was pretty bad 100 percent. so i did know to some extent mm. yeah it was unlike the commentators day yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i is that what you're the striking then obviously mm-hmm. i know you'll go do all different kinds of martial arts yep. at the moment but is the striking the main one you're looking at to improve the most at yeah 100 percent.
1: yeah 100 yeah, percent. like everything this is a lot more technical than i thought i thought it would just be like you learn the punches and then mm. you go from there but yeah, I definitely want to improve that and then hopefully be more a real, like roanded fighter so.
0: Mm. Um obviously so far it's been amateur fights and I know quite often people do they'll do like 10 or something or mm. whatever amateur fights before they go pro. How many am- amateur how many more amateur fights do you think you'll do?
1: That's the question, oh. isn't it? I get, I've been asked if times just like times a rough, now.
0: like, estimate. I want to hit
1: 10. I want to hit yeah. 10 and 0. I think that would be like nice round numbers. I don't feel like the females ever get to 10 and 0. I feel like there's not no. enough females to fight to some extent. Yeah. I've obviously got the worlds coming up. There's potential. There's definitely three fights, potentially four fights on the card.
0: So mm. I think that would
1: jump me straight up to the get go. And then there's a potential for a title fight in May next year. So, like, hopefully, four fights and then that one off and then i definitely definitely pro next year so pro we'll next see. year definitely. i want to say so i want to say so i want to say definitely but mitch might be like watching this back and being like <laughs> fuck up. we're gonna do one more year and then you can go through so we'll okay. see how it plays out i'm gonna leave it in mitch's ballpark
0: and what weight because you normally you do mm-hmm. you do that at 115 but you did the four yes. nations at one three five. Yeah. three five yeah big jump two yeah so 125 we can
1: i think if i was to go pro day before way and i do straw weight i think
0: what, so one fifteen, yeah, hundred percent.
1: Okay. Like the same as my championship fight in March. It was day before weigh and so we made mm. we made straw weight quite well to be fair. I hadn't seen mm. fifty two kilos in like years and years and years. And then mm. I made the weight and I felt good. So I think straw weight would be the championship weight, mm. hopefully.
0: Because you did really well like I said in that mm. final but she definitely Hayley, did have a big like re well yeah. like, advantage You did really good to get yeah, over it. But, both you know. girls
1: uh the girl on the first day was like world-class kickboxer like lauren was mm. she was fucking tall mm. um my striking was like my angles were really good in the first couple of rounds and then it came to the third round i think it got a bit more tired and she punched me in the face quite a few times yeah uh yeah i think 63 it was the reach for me like i knew i'd yeah. be just as strong as the girls but it was the, yeah it's definitely the height factor the that, height, that, isn't it yeah, yeah. it was a struggle i'm short so it was definitely a struggle
0: um you mentioned your coach, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's recently signed to Cage Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know, is that the kind of route you want to go down? Like the whole Cage Warriors Academy thing and then the Cage Warriors? I'd
1: like to think so. That's
0: what he, he yeah, did? Yeah, he, he did.
1: He got both the belts, two yeah. weights on the Academy, and then he hasn't even had his pro debut no, yet. He, he hasn't, just got no. straight signed to Cage Warriors. So, yeah. like, Big respect to him, but he took the he's take kind of taken the same route as what I'm taking now. He did the he did the Euros, he did the Worlds, um, so it's it's been nice to have a coach that's already done half of those things to be like you need to preserve your energy on this day, like this is like the strategy behind it. Mm. Um, so it's definitely how it helped in the Four Nations having him like be like this is what you're going to do this day, you're just going to preserve it. Like there's no need to rush for a finish. Like you still have a fight the next day. Mm. Um, so I'd like to think I'm, I'll do the Worlds, take that off. I'd like to have a fight on the Cage Warriors Academy. I was scheduled to have one last year, but it fell through. So whether it happens or not, I guess we'll see. But again, Mm -hmm. I've got a foot in with Mitch, so hopefully he can win the pro debut, sweet talk them, and be like, yeah, Yeah. you should sign Chloe as well. So (laughs) we'll see.
0: That's good. Um, uh, What was I going to say? What is it about you that sets you apart from other fighters? Like, Why do you think you'll be more successful than others?
1: That's a tough question. I've got an. I hate to say it, but like, there's an ego to fighting to some extent. I you definitely you have to have an ego. You have to have an yeah, ego to fight. Do. I say it to like so many people, and I'm like, you can like, you don't have to be a dickhead with an ego, but like, you but can. Nice be, guys finish last. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like, you need to know you're the best in the like best in the room, best in the gym, best in like best in the fight. Like, if you go into a fight half ass, you won't win the no. fight. Like, you could be better than them technically. You could be stronger, but if in your head you think you're gonna lose, like, I like, I just have that mindset that you will lose, and I don't like don't like losing i feel like i go in the gym i do like i tick off what sessions that i want to do and i just i want to be the best like i know in my mind like i want to be the first three time like like three weight like ufc champ like i want to set like big goals that like Mm. nobody's ever done and like i don't think i'll be like satisfied until like i've ticked everything Mm. off and then i can actually sit down relax and be like well, I've done everything that I want to do in my life, and now I can mm. start like progressing to different avenues and like coaching or like whatever life takes me. But like in my head, I think I know what I want to do, and like yeah. if I don't do it, I just I don't think I'll be happy when it the time comes. So right. we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But
0: and um, uh, what um, uh, lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, that's it. A mm-hmm. couple more questions. Who's your favorite UFC fighter at the moment?
1: Mm.
0: And second one. I, I always ask people some of the sports like who do you think is going to win this whoever, whatever who do you think is going to win Aspinall versus Pavlovich I, I like, try not to take your bias because I, I know I, I want like Tom Aspen, well, yeah. Yeah, I like <laughs> yeah I know
1: I don't know I want to say Tom. Tom I think Tom will win that like he's I think I think he would, I as, think well. He would as well to be fair like that's not even me just picking bias because like I, I like Tom he's a character as well and I think he'll go to win it and then I think he'll go to win against like yeah. John if it comes to it like I think John's like just torn his peck or something now I think they do now. him
0: versus John in Wembley or something yeah, that like, would be, like that I
1: think like a big like London show would yeah. be absolutely it would sell out yeah. and I would absolutely oh, yeah. love that but I think I think Tom could pull out of the bag like he's got that mindset okay. he, he really does like I've seen all of his interviews and stuff and he like he doesn't want to fuck about with like no. any drinking he doesn't want like he's in the gym constantly he trains and he knows what he wants to do so yeah, I, I hopefully Tom pulls that out of the bag um, sorry, what was your second F- question? Uh,
0: favorite fighter, like favorite UFC fighter. fighter.
1: It used to be Joanna Jędrzejczyk when I was younger, yeah. like growing into it, and like Ronda Rousey and stuff like that. I don't know who my favorite fighter would be at the moment. That's a tough question. I love like I used to. I think like Rose is kind of out of the UFC now, but like Rose I know, yeah. was like it's a, bit a kind big of a bit favorite. Yeah, 100%. Like she I think she so could good. have been one of the best, she, 100%. Uh, um, but Zhang Weili. Zhang,
0: she's my favorite. She's my favorite. Yeah, she really is.
1: Like I don't know. The guys, there's, like, such a broad yeah, spectrum. I like a lot, a lot of the, light, like, lightweight, like, guys, like Justin Gaethje, yeah. Michael Chandler, like, all the characters. I mm. love all of those. But Zhang Wei Li just has, like, a sweet little place. Like, yeah. I feel like if I... I've said it so many times before. If I had to fight, like, Zhang Wei Lee, like, on a strawweight card, I don't think I could even, like, beef her or, like, mm. chat shit in front of yeah. her. She would just be so nice. She'd be like, well, thank you for fighting me. Mm. And I'd be like, oh, I just I don't want to punch you in the face anymore, mate. So, yeah. like... But she's sweet, but... Absolutely vicious. Yeah, like, she's... In a the beast, in, yeah. In the she'd octagon. catch me. And she'd be like, oh, it's so nice. And then, like, get in the cage with her and she'd knock me the fuck out. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, yeah, No, it's, I, it's... When you're talking about Rose, I, yeah, that's sad what's happened to her. I like I, Rose. I think she could have been the really One of the good, best. But, like, yeah. I've taken
1: a few things from her, especially her fight when she was, like... I think it might have been against Joanna, especially, like, she was, like, saying prayers, I want to say, when she was in the face-off with Joanna mm. at one point, just, like, keep calm. And her in the cage... I think it was with Joanna again when she was just saying like, I'm the best, I'm the best. And I've taken like that aspect from it and I do it before every single fight. And I feel like you kind of manifest it, don't you, to some extent. I truly like believe all of that like manifestation stuff. So Mm. watching her pull that out of the bag, I wish she could have like taken it to like all the Mm. way. That would have been like nice to see for Rose, but it's a bit sad, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh, 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 well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What is your next fight for so you? Is it the world? Mm-hmm,
1: yeah, three In weeks or something there. like that. So it
0: is that. So you're not... Yeah. Did, did you, have you done the European?
1: No, no, they didn't do the Euros this year. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, because I couldn't find any. The
1: England... Well, I want to say many other countries, they all pulled out of the from like some allegations and stuff like that. Oh, right. so, Yeah. <laughs> 100%. So I didn't think I was going to do the Worlds or the Euros this year. I thought I'd have to maybe keep through to amateur... Uh, until next year and hope that like the euros and the worlds came round, and we did the four nations and then a message came through in our england chat saying like we're in for the worlds like we're like they've had like a big discussion like some things have been cleared and everyone's in for the world so i went to a session and then yeah i got selected first pick so we've just been full steam ahead for the Worlds. i really didn't expect to do The Worlds this year I thought maybe take a few more fights off this year but yeah mm. The Worlds is a, I feel like it's going to be a good one to end on I want to do is, it yeah. win The Worlds and then have the rest of the year off Yeah, hopefully be, yeah. So I think I'd be well deserved if I pull it out of the bag
0: um, I always ask uh, my guest this at the end of all the podcasts mm-hmm. uh, in 10 years so you're 20, uh 23 three? yeah so 10 years time in 2032 mm. you'll be 33 yes where would you like to see yourself in 10 years time both in mma and like just happiness and life yeah in in
1: life um i want to be the ufc champ i feel like a lot of the guys like late 20s maybe like 30s are like it's it's weird to say like 30s are like primes for like mma like a lot of the champions are it's it's really weird like like, you think like young 20s like especially like you talk about gymnasts and stuff like they're so Mm. young when they're in their prime but i'd like to think by the time i'm 33 at least two-weight champ 100% like I think being a female is hard in some aspects but it's a lot easier route to get into the UFC yeah. sometimes like I took, it,
0: yeah there's yeah. a lot less of us do know what less, I mean yeah. so like
1: if I pull out of the bag and beat everyone like there's no reason for them to like not sign me so mm. especially being 23 and almost on the edge of the pro ranks anyway I'd like to think I'm definitely signed to the UFC maybe two like two-time champ maybe like looking for the third potentially mm. um in,
0: two weight or two times two weight two weight
1: yeah. two and hopefully well hopefully defend the belt a few yeah, times yeah, you know yeah, otherwise yeah. it's no point in being like a long-standing <laughs> champ if yeah. I just pull it out of the bag um yeah. and then I don't know I'd love to be coaching I want my like franchisee business to like kick out the bag so that I don't have to like work anymore like that would be the absolute dream you What's know that? who knows I'd be like settled down maybe to some extent maybe me and my girlfriend have Kids, I don't know, at mm-hmm. 33, like, something like small things happen in like a year, let alone 10 years. So, big things, I think, in 10 years' time, I yeah. think my life will be like completely different. Hopefully, rich, lots yes. of money. Or if you're in the UFC, <laughs> Nice that's car, kind of health, yeah. yeah, that would be mint. Don't yeah. have to work a day in my life. Dream car? You yeah. said nice car? Oh, I don't know what my dream car would be like a nice Defender or something. Like, I oh, love yeah. SUVs and like big trucks. Okay. So, I think it would be like that. And then maybe have like, well, if I'm rich, I have a few. Fucking sports cars on the side <laughs> yeah, in my yeah. like my nice mansion with a couple cars nice. that would be that that would be the dream 100 nice. so we'll see how it goes but
0: chloe thanks so much thank you so much thank you Thanks for making, lush. yeah thanks for getting down here and everything That's you've really, been a great the great guest one you have to travel really is yeah, it yeah so. yeah i did have to travel yeah but no thank you so much thank you hope so much. everything goes well Fingers and everything cross. so yeah thank, thank you, you so much, much. cheers